Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumb Cast. In this, the high noon of season five, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on every goddamn page of MT2, the Weird Weird West, the second in a trio of time travel adventures for TSR's Marvel Superheroes RPG. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. The Weird Weird West was written by Ray Winninger and published in 1989 by TSR. Today we're discussing page 27 of The Weird Weird West. Today continues chapter 12, Desperados Afoot. And today might be a short one because it's just a a little potpourri of various delights. Just kind of all sorts of little bits and bobs left over from the events of yesterday. You'll recall in this chapter our heroes ran into some western heroes, Kid Colt and Rawhide Kid, later joined by Two-Gun Kid, and that old West Avenger clad all in white, the bleached asshole. They mistook us for desperados. We rightly identified them as strangers shooting guns at us. We fought, and in the normal course of events, we then realized that we were all good guys and shook hands, and the cowboys warned us, there's some desperados on the way to go attack Albert Einstein. You should join us. But there are some other ways that it can go down, and this page pretty much covers that. First of all, though, I have to mention at the bottom of the page, a wonderful illustration. You can find this on the Visual Companion. In the background, we've got three desperados aiming their rifles at Tigra. Looks like they're taking shots at her. In the foreground, we have Tigra on all fours, clambering tiger-style over some rocks. And most importantly, behind Tigra, behind rocky cover, looks like probably hiding, we have the rest of the West Coast Avengers. I've had my complaints about this artist, but if there's one thing they've consistently gotten right, it is party dynamics. It is the way that player characters look at other player characters. I don't know if this was intentional, but basically every time you see the West Coast Avengers in a scene where they're not totally absorbed in combat, the way they're looking at each other is absolutely the way that players at the table would be looking at each other in this situation. So probably the person playing Vision is like the leader of the team. Like I think Hawkeye's probably the face, but the person playing Vision is more like the leader, the tactician, the one who's probably tracking all the fucking water and bison meat and whatever we're tracking in the desert overland portion. Vision is that player. And Vision is reaching out to Tigra as though to say, God damn it, Tigra, come back. As she's just like having a great time running over the rocks, drawing all kinds of gunfire. Moon Knight looks exasperated and bored. Scarlet Witch is just looking on. The look on her face is pretty hard to identify, but just like her body language, she's lying on the ground. Like Scarlet Witch is straight up lying down, but she's looking straight at Tigra. Scarlet Witch may be thinking about how to get this player out of the group. And then over on the far right, you've got poor Hawkeye on his back, looking to the side, so downcast. I think Hawkeye wanted this to be a social encounter, or at least some kind of like tricky cinematic action scene where the heroes pulled a big thing to fight the Desperados. And instead, it is turned to Tigra's player, once again, making their own fun at the expense of the group, just running out in the wide open overland, daring all the mooks to shoot at her. Like, what's the use of all this agility if nobody's going to shoot at me? I'm a fucking tiger. It's what my character would do. Fantastic illustration. You can go to the Visual Companion on patreon.com slash megadumbcast. You can see this picture. It doesn't really have anything to do with what's happening on this page, though. It goes with the next scene. The text on this page is just sort of loose ends about other ways that the scene with the Western heroes can go down. First of all, you recall from last page, there's a section about what happens if a fight does break out. Initially, the Western heroes just shoot to wound, not to kill. But if the player characters start shooting guns at them or using like weird superpowers to shoot at them, laser beams and stuff, then the Western heroes will start to shoot to kill. However, on this page, it says, quote, Note that a fight is not the objective of this encounter. The Westerners and the player characters should still become allies at the conclusion of this chapter. For this reason, 
any kill results should be treated as a stun instead. Dumb? Yes. The dumbest thing on this page, I think. But in a sense, refreshingly honest. Like, there's no attempt to to do a bullshit in-world rationalization, nor is there any randomization. This is not stated in the form of, like, you get a bonus to your rolls to survive because the heroes don't really want to kill you. It's nothing like that. It is, this is a scene that isn't really about fighting. So bullets don't kill people for the duration of the scene. Just flat out. If you go try to rough up Rawhide Kid and he thinks you're a bad guy and he just shoots you right in the fucking head, like right between the eyes, then you fall unconscious for like 12 seconds and then you just sit back up. Because this scene isn't about shooting, it's about friendship. Someday we'll all look back on this and laugh at the time that I shot you point blank in the forehead. Uh, Another possibility is that a fight happens and then the player characters just take out all the Western heroes. Quote, If the characters defeat Kid Colt and companions, the Westerners quickly realize the heroes have nothing to do with the Desperados, since the ruffians would kill them out of hand and head directly for the shack. Arrange for at least one Westerner, preferably Kid Colt. I don't know why this author loves Kid Colt, but clearly Kid Colt is the favorite cowboy. Arrange for at least one Westerner, preferably Kid Colt, to be conscious after their defeat in order to start the following conversation with the heroes. And then there's some box text. Who are you anyway? None of Hobart's gang could have whooped us like that. I love Kid Colt's logic here. Like we went over yesterday, none of these superheroes look anything like the desperados that Kid Cold is out here looking for. I don't just mean that they don't dress like criminals or they don't look like they're from around here. I mean, we're talking about one of them is a pile of ears. It's not even close. But after an entire combat has played out, Kid Cold's lying in the dirt, defeated, his six guns at his side, and he's like, wait a minute, I'm too much of a badass to be beaten by anybody in Hobart's gang. Y'all must be superheroes. Like, the fact that you are a baby wolf is not evidence enough that you're not one of the Desperados, but the fact that you beat me up, obviously you couldn't be a Desperado, because I could never be beaten up by a Desperado. So anyway, at this point, if the gunslingers have been beaten, they realize they were mistaken, and we get our handshakes. Uh, There's another possibility addressed on this page. What if the heroes just totally submitted to the cowboys all the way along, but didn't recognize them as Western heroes, so they're just captives of the gunslingers? What happens then? Quote, if the heroes are captured or play along with the Westerners for now, the two-gun kid, a former lawyer, questions the heroes about who they are and what they are doing here. I don't know why it needs to be called out specifically that two-gun kid is a lawyer. I mean, I guess trial lawyers are professionals at questioning people, but I'm not sure how much professional finesse it takes to say, well, now that we've got you all tied up, can you tell us who you are and how you got here? But in any case, it says it'll just become apparent in the course of the conversation that these characters have nothing to do with the Hobart gang, which once again, if nothing about us at a glance convinces you that we're not ruffians and desperados, I'm not sure what we can say that's going to convey that. Like, you seem to have accepted the possibility that a woman who is a tiger is the newest member of the Hobart gang, so I'm not sure what display of tiger power she's supposed to do to convince you that she's on the side of the angels. But anyway, one way or another, everything gets worked out, and we go right on to the aftermath. Quote, The Western heroes explain to the superheroes that they expect an attack by the Hobart gang at any time. Whether or not the characters agree to help, the Desperados make their move immediately following the conclusion of this encounter. Allow enough time for stunned characters to recover first. So after the judge kindly allows enough time for anyone who has been knocked unconscious yet again to wake up and recover a meager number of health, the Desperados immediately attack before the player characters can say, no, we're not interested in this. We've got a plot we need to get back to. Join me next time as the Hobart gang briefly interrupts this Western adventure with, you know, Western stuff on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. 
This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact me however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. This episode's theme music, used under Creative Commons license, is Western Firefight 2 by Kula, whose work you can find at Kula.com. That's C-U-L-L-A-H dot com. Thanks for listening.